When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. No, I don't know what to talk about. I do then. Fine. So, okay. welcome to... So, how should we start? Well, Giles isn't in a very good mood today, so everyone else has to suffer. Because that's the way it works. Because it's like living with King Kong. Oh, no, he's eating that food now. I'm worried about the fucking cats. Well, stop worrying about the cats. It's a waste of time. We'll worry about them later. Cats can look after themselves. Idiot. Hey, morning, Giles. So you look a bit agitated like you're in a bad mood. Is it because... You don't know what to write your column about this week. <laughs> I really, yes, but it is, but it's not funny. You're I'm not laughing. You're look on your face because you're saying, here we are in a podcast designed to find me something to write about. Because and you, my wife, have looked at the papers. It's and you are in a bit of a snark because you don't know what to write your column about. Well, I am, but I all ever again, Luckily. Ever again. I mean, it's not like today. It's ever again. And also, it's this thing where I do the school run on Wednesday and I come back mm-hmm. and you've read the papers and like Monday. It's just, and I try and read them, but I never read them in time. I've had 20 minutes. I haven't quite finished the Daily Mail. And I just Well, can I just let you know be, yeah. what's in the Daily Mail? Yeah, what? It starts with a C and it ends with an A. It's coronavirus. Oh, I was literally thinking something else. Yeah. No, it's like, what am I ever going to write? Well, maybe I'll find a column to write about for for this week mm-hmm. but nothing's going to change now there's going to be it's going to become less and less novel that there's nothing to do and nothing going on mm-hmm. and then like on in two months time what on earth am i am i going to write about and also in those notebooks and also the restaurants are about to close and the people i'm worried about is the restaurant critics yes there are a million people who maybe who work in the hospitality industry who may uh, who will lose their jobs and not be able to feed themselves but what about the restaurant critics and also yes all my tv work has been cancelled mm-hmm. so i'm worried do you remember darling when the biggest story in the papers was that Philip Schofield was gay. <laughs> yes, now... Do it, you feel nostalgic for those days? Those were the days. Okay, okay, okay. Shall okay. I tell you another reason I'm in a bad mood? Why? I'm going to get a pen, actually. I was going to get a pen because I like having a pen, but I never use it, but you've got one and I'm jealous. Lucy's got a pen. So I want a pen. That, that's called reverse penis envy. What? I mean, what? <laughs> Do you know um, what penis envy actually is? Penis envy, it's a thing in, it's a Freud thing. Do you? Am I going I to, do, yes, I do know what it is. It's a Freud thing. Yes. Uh, it's part of the Oedipal thing. I don't know. Is it a thing that women that. have? Tell me what it's it is. It's a thing that women have. Is it with women basically are envious of men's penis? No, it's not. That's yes, it not. It's not. It's more metaphorical than that. Is it? 
They're not envious of us. There is a thing. It's a natural thing. It's more interesting than just women wish they had cocks. Uh, and spit at people. I was going to say, this, listeners, is a glimpse of what this podcast <laughs> is going to have with fuck all in the news. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Does my wife want a penis? Yes, but not mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you something? A, a statistic yeah. that I just discovered in the mail, which has made oh, me yeah. depressed. Oh. I am seven and a half times more likely to die of the coronavirus than you. Well, you're not that much older than me. No, but the Daily Mail has it broken down, has the coronavirus broken down mm-hmm. in an excellent piece by John Nash, who does a lot of the uh, health scare pieces. And John was a sub-editor on the Times when I first worked there. Oh, right. And a nice, a nice fellow um, and, and, and a good journalist. And uh, he used to sub my copy and thought it was a bit shit. And I used to think, well, I'm going to be a fucking journalist yourself. And now he's big news at the Mail <laughs> uh, and ha- has been for like 15 years. But he does a lot of the health stuff. Uh, and it's the dossier, the horrified UK expert. Oh, I didn't read that. It was too scary. No, no, no. It was too scary. John Nash underneath the thing that says dossier. Because it's like, <laughs> not a fucking dossier, is it? It's a, it's a feature article. But, yeah. but, uh, they, but they, it's, in case, the Daily Mail's worried that we might not be scared enough. Yeah. So it's the dossier that horrified you. It's what made the PM and his advisors change their virus strategy almost overnight. And it's like, it's good stuff. How bad is it? Blah. Age peril. It is, and, and, and it's got this thing. It's the death rate. for So it's more helpful or sobering to look at how different ages respond to the disease. 1% of people are likely to die. How old are you, my dear? I'm 39. You are 39. Albeit only for another month, yeah, not month for and long. a half. Yeah. But still, as you're in your 30s, your death rate is 0.8%. If mm. you get it, you're only 0.08% likely to get it. People in their 50s, how old was I at my last birthday? 50. I am 0.6, which is more than half of a whole percent. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's seven and a half times more likely than you. 0.6 is seven and a half times 0.08. Is that fair? How much is your life insured for again? Uh, there's the, there's the, the one that ends when I'm 70 is a million pounds. Brilliant. And then there's one as an open-ended one, which is half a million pounds. Cha-ching, better than so playing the lottery. One and a half, whereas your life is only insured for half a million. No, no. And I can probably squeeze more than that out of you over the <laughs> remaining years. So for me, it's not really... It's funny, I did insure your life, though. and I Because and, and, my dad told you to. Um, yeah, so anyway, I'm so a bit gut- I spent a lot when people say, you know, mm. is your wife younger than you? And I usually go, well, put it this way neither of us was born in the 70s, <laughs> uh, which, is a, which may, makes it sound like I'm just like, you're a total child bride. Um, but at the truth I was. Is- I, was very, I was very young. Well, actually, no, I wasn't. I was quite a normal age to get married. It's just that you were very old. <laughs> I was just ridiculously old. You, you were 20 and I was 40, and there's that lovely gap. But that gap now puts me to the whole bracket over. Just as I planned. <laughs> you planned everything for the coronavirus. I sure did. Uh, but the, another thing that the correct, although I mean, I, I, this struck me as just a funny joke. But uh, there was a, a, an item in the Daily Mail on Tuesday, page twelve, that various television programs have been halted or suspended in their filming. The Including line, my own. The, your yes, uh, the line of duty was filming and has been. Uh, suspended what the line of duty needs to do like on the experience of the last series is they need to film right up to the last episode and then get the coronavirus and not release the last episode because it's always shit well this is the same Game of Thrones you're totally stepping on my joke sorry the line of duty they have been filming but they've suspended filming indefinitely Peaky Blinders they haven't started but now they're not going to they're going to sort of put it off and the Graham Norton show can't find guests 
all, what do all of these shows have in common? They've all been around for quite a long time and they've all been... I don't know about Graham Norton. Graham Norton's quite good. But they've all been getting... They're already in... They Would you say they would have underlying health conditions all of these shows? <laughs> this is what... I see what you're saying. You're saying Line of Duty and uh, Peaky Blinders are they, two well, things we I, watched yeah. and then we had to stop watching Peaky Blinders. They, or, it, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, we had to stop watching Peaky Blinders because every other I'm scene... I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him too. <laughs> I let hate you. Just, you you killed on, my brother. Let, Why has he reappeared in this series then? Because I thought he was killed in the last one. Let me just put on my velvet, let me just put on my razor blade, my blade. Ve- ve- velvet cloche hat <laughs> and my teeny weeny sunglasses. Oh, Killian, you're so handsome. Yeah, exactly. I've never heard anybody with a Burmese accent who was that beautiful. Every from other, every other. Scene, Can we just carry on doing this one? Because every like other scene in Peaky Blinders, the most recent series, was of the whole family walking very, very slowly down a street to a, an incongruous rock soundtrack with things just exploding well, behind no, but them. The, the, yeah, but the, in the first couple of episodes, they mm. were on their way to kill someone. He's yeah. going to pay for that. And they'd all go, <laughs> and they'd be setting off from the burning building, and it'd be blowing up in the background, and horses' heads would be blowing off. Uh, 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 anyway, uh, and so, and the, the, anyway, the, the bombs are going off, and they're walking down the street mm. really slowly, and they're holding their gun. And, that, in, and previously, they were all heading off like to kill someone. Mm. Or like, now, then, but... The, the whole show became about that slow motion walk. So yeah. they sometimes they were just going to post a letter mm. and it's down, down, yeah, and yeah. They're, 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 Nick Cage music playing and the bombs going off. This time they're all be going to get a coronavirus test. Well, exactly. Oh, I mean, they are. They, they're like, Roy, should we go and have a family <laughs> meeting? Then they go, yeah, and then they walk down a cobbled street really slowly. To Let's the go and have a family meeting. No, I can't come. I'm self isolating. <laughs> We've got to kill him before the virus does. Exactly. If only. If only that would be it. That would He's make it quite interesting. Now. What's he doing in these parts? He's a. Are you? Do what? you write Peaky Blinders on the side? <laughs> no, this is not allowed to. That would be condescending because I don't really talk like that. Although I think I might going forward. I don't think Killian Murphy talks like that either. I don't think or he does. Helen McGrory. Or Helen McGrory. I don't think anybody really talks like <laughs> I that. I don't think anybody in Birmingham talks like that. <laughs> I, I think it's only in that series. <laughs> so um, Peaky Blinders has got, got I love Peaky Blinders. More but of, can I just say, listeners, having listened to my wife's envy about having a penis, you're now hearing more of what this podcast is going to sound like going forwards with no news, impersonations of people in, yeah. in TV shows. But that's what it's always been, I'm afraid. That's why we're a lifestyle podcast and not a news podcast. Which I will just come in there and say, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, we announced the fact that we were, get, we were, we were an award-nominated podcast. Yeah. They've postponed the awards. Yes. They've postponed the awards. I think they should do it via Zoom conference so that if we lose, I don't have to get up and punch whoever it is who's won. Yeah, when, the, when, the, when whoever's won the podcast mm. stands up, we can just do massive V-signs yeah. and bare our arseholes at the yeah. screen and stuff. exactly. Remembering have to put a piece of tape over the camera just so, in case it accidentally comes on and yeah. our bums are like... To see, check our reactions. Broadcast what to see it. Because if you were all at home, like at the Oscars, if, you were all, if they were all at home watching, mm. like when... when Brad Pitt won yeah. the Oscar. Jack Nicholson, going with a big smile on it, actually fucking yeah, yeah, signs, yeah. Mm. throwing things. Yeah. Anyway, the problem is, look, the Column. problem is, is the thing about this column is everyone. We're at this stage where it's a, like a don't make light of it. There's a sort of you know I don't want to. Whereas my job is to make light of things. I, yeah. I have to make jokes. So it's they, they, I, there's only so many opinions. There's still a few opinions left for the next couple of weeks. We will run out of opinions. There will be nothing like bog roll. And no opinions on the shelves. Yeah. And no pasta. No opinions. It's an emergency. I have luckily I, Giles Corrin stockpiled a load of comedic opinions nah. at birth. Yeah. Which are most of most of them now unsayable. Mm. The problem we have is one. I have to find something funny to write about. Mm. And they're really. It's not like with Brexit. You know, Brexit, you could put your mind, or I could. I wasn't some Ramona. You can put, you could put it aside and go look. There's some other stuff in the papers. Yeah. This it infects, infects mm. uh, every every aspect of life. But it is, it is about 
lateral thinking with these things. And you have uh, been at newspapers when there has been an all-consuming, dominating story in the past. And you've had to work your way around it. For example, so we've just lived through Brexit. Uh, but then also 9-11. Yeah, 9-11? Yeah. 9-11. And you were doing funny stuff during the 9 I was, I was writing the Times Diary in, uh, in 2001. And um, they suspended the diaries. I came back from a lovely long lunch to discover that the Twin Those Towers the thing days. had happened. And I'd already filed my copy and they pulled it that day. And then the editor at the time, I thought rather pompously, hmm. that there's no time for humour. He didn't talk like that, unfortunately. And then, then when it came back, I did an Osama bin Laden limerick competition. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there was a young man called Osama who tried to have sex with the Lama, all this mm. kind of stuff. Uh, and finding rhymes for Zawahiri, who was then his number two. And we did all, and I did that for a two, two or three days. And the readers got really into it. And then the, then the editor of the Times decided it was no time for humour. No, yeah. these jokes about Osama, they're not suitable humour. It's too soon. It was three weeks. Uh, and, uh, and then I did one anyway. And so then as a result of that, I was fired. But the way is that when you the one where you came back and you wrote shove your job up your ass on the back of a poster? No, that was nineteen ninety five. Oh, right. That was the first time I was fired from the Times. Right. Uh, if you think this is what journalism is, I wrote in green ink with my fist on the back of a loaded poster. There had been complaints about the loaded poster, funnily enough. Um, and also complaints about your smoking and standing up and walking was, around and shouting when you're on the phone. There were three things that had been... Uh, 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 yes, that was in the 90s. That was when I was a younger man. So the three things that I had done... It's very. It's amazing to think of people, millennials or Gen Zers, as who were not born then, now working in journalism. I might be interested to know that, yeah, the first time there used to be complaints about me and the three things I was, I was causing the editor about all at the same time were smoking at my desk, which I just did all the time, because it was banned, but not nationally. It's just that the, the, the features department had asked people to stop smoking they had signs but I smoked anyway shouting as I walked around my desk on my phone because there were no mobile phones so I just wind the corner and then having posters of naked women mm-hmm. on the wall mm. uh, and it wasn't even I didn't even have my own office I mean I just sat at a big desk with loads of with loads of ladies Let's not draw attention to that. Anyway, later, later in my career, no, what happened was, was the, uh, they fired me. But then the thing that happened when I started, carried on making jokes about 911 uh, was that he fired me by making me the restaurant critic. Ah, so it. That's when you were sent home. It was age 31. Age 31, I was sent sent home. home. And then he brought me in and he said, I wanted about this. And he slid the magazine across Mm -hmm. and there was the restaurant column. And he said, would I like to do that? Uh, which in those days was considered a massive demotion. Yeah. Because he thought these restaurants weren't very important. And, mm-hmm. and, and 20 happy years I had, and now they've cancelled restaurants. Yeah. And so I'm not, a, I'm not a restaurant critic anymore. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow! He's agitated. He's like... not. You're projecting onto him. Well, I know. He's not fucked off about the cat food. He's just agitated. Sometimes he is. Leave him alone. No, Mo. Come on, my daughters. Come on, come, my daughters. Yes, yes there you go. He just, see, he just wants to have a little sit down on shoulders and show on his butthole. Um, anyway, this is irrelevant because how is it going to help you write your column? Okay, right. Look, I have got an idea for you. Can you take a picture of me with the microphone with the cat so we can sure. put it on Instagram to promote this podcast? Yep. Although people have got fuck all else to do, frankly. I'm going to hold a pen so I look like a journalist. You should be holding a bottle of wine if you want to look like a journalist. <laughs> I should be holding my cock if I want to look like yeah, a freelancer. A freelancer, uh, yeah, exactly. Yes, <laughs> Mertensi. Um, okay, I thought you mentioned something the other day that I thought was quite interesting and might make a good column, which is that we might be entering a golden period for home cooking. Did I say that? Yeah, you yes, said that. Yes, I suppose so. Like because the fact that I bought flour. I bought double zero flour to make pasta because I thought that's going to, you can store more flour than you can store pasta. And we've got water in the tap. So I bought flour for pasta and wholemeal flour for bread. Don't know how to make pasta or bread, but I assume that I will have time in the coming weeks. I think, it, it, I think it's reasonably straightforward. I am also, after this podcast, I'm going to make my Oh yeah, have own... you ever met a baker? Fucking morons. I mean, that bloke on the Great British Bake Off, the Liverpudlian guy. Oh, Paul. Paul Hollywood. Mm. If he can bake a fucking cake. Well, yes. Yeah, I mean, who can't? Um, I am going to start making sourdough. I'm going to make my sourdough starter after this podcast is over. Are you? And there are, yeah. Out of what? Yogurt and milk and Oh, can you use that yogurt that I was wearing yes. that the cat licked? Yes, Good. that's what I'm going to do with the yogurt. The yogurt which you left out overnight because. I was drunk, leave me alone. I can't do everything. <laughs> Sourdough's the perfect thing for you because it, it's all about leaving things out when there's Exactly, not making things go basically <laughs> a bit smelly. <laughs> <laughs> Taking perfectly decent ingredients and waiting until they mould. <laughs> Which has been your cooking style since I've known you. Just sort of walk past them every now and again, sort of marvelling at their... Poke it. Yeah, exactly. What's that smell? Oh, Don't worry, God. it's just the sourdough. Let's see if it's worse tomorrow. Do you have any plans for this? I will say to you, as I say to every other mouldy thing that I find, yes, fuck off, that's my sourdough starter. Uh, and this is the sound of two people who work together from home. Okay, so, but, 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 there are an awful lot of people in the age of Uber Eats, delivery, blah, 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 all that stuff. People really, really can't cook. I mean, there was a, the phenomenon of, you know, the telly cooks, Nigella and Jamie and all those people and everyone said oh everyone wants to read cookbooks everyone wants to watch cooking shows but no one can cook Mm. that was before there was a ramen joint on every corner and you can get anything you want from uber eats and all of that fucking hell the hipsters are going to die if they don't know how to make ramen what will they eat i well we're going to see people going to have to learn how to cook which is you don't want to do it as a kind of a benefit of the coronavirus but it could you could do a piece about store cupboard cooking like a quite a fun piece about store cupboard cooking no so i can make funny recipes but i've actually had a funny idea around that thing you were talking about which is actually really funny and it's actually could be a column this week the the thing that i just said about cooking yeah so you're saying people have to cook at home but what people are going to miss is restaurants Uh it's how to make a restaurant at home at home so yeah so like so what you do is you choose your food and then you you walk it you work into your own kitchen (laughs) and your wife says says, you've got a reservation (laughs) fuck off there's nobody here she gives you the table by the bog. Do you remember when we went to that restaurant the other day and someone, one of them said to the other one, walk in, table 22, and gave us the worst yes, table hand. Pearl in Yang in Paddington. Empty, empty, empty this was, restaurant. Oh, like yeah. Pearl Yang in Paddington, one of the best 
10 Chinese restaurants in the country probably and it's normally round and you can't get in and queues out the door you walk in the restaurant's completely empty and we said to the, the bloke on the front I've uh, got a table go yes and then he turned to the uh, manageress and said uh, table for we need table for four and she said are they walk is it a walk-in table 22 yeah and walk just, in table 22 work in table 22 and I and I muttered to her it'll be the shittest table it in the was house. it was the it was the table basically in the corridor with one leg on the stairs so that yeah. everything slid off <laughs> Li- literally there's the till there's the loop meanwhile other people sitting at some really nice table mm. but because we'd walked in they were so fucking outraged that they weren't full yeah. that they were punishing us for walking in mm. basically like all restaurants do by giving us the shittest table in the house and one mm. of the pieces of advice that I often give to people this is not going to be very useful to people on, on listening to the podcast because the restaurants will all be shut but that I give to people is don't settle for the first table they give you when you walk in if they're, a sh- if they're shit nasty people which all, a lot of restaurateurs are they will put you in the worst table in the house and just in case someone of their regulars comes in or a famous I used to I've been saying this for so long that I used to say in case Stephen Fry or Marietta Frost Shop comes in uh, and they'll want to give You've the table change to them, or change it to like Stormzy or something. yeah yeah but um so anyway, here's the column. It's like, yes, you can, because you've got to go one step further, haven't you? It's yeah. like, yes, we'll all learn to cook. But how do you make it like being in a restaurant? Yeah. Really tiny portions, not very hot, but being poked about yep. by the people. Um, uh, Get one of your children to come in every five minutes going, is everything all right? Everything, everything all right. okay? Just everything <laughs> all right with you? Everything, everything fine? Everything fine? How is everything? Everything all right? Just when you're, and when you're in the middle of a conversation, just when you're about to deliver the punchline, yeah. how's everything for you? How's also, everything? Or, you're, you're, or you, just when the kids are like in the middle of, of uh, <laughs> the kids are sort of reading their beanos and having their fish fingers, I've brought you the pea course. Yes. These peas were farmed. And then point by, at things with point your little at finger. Point with your little finger and yeah. say, the peas were, the bag was bought from an independent shop we know called <laughs> Londis. Uh, the peas have been arranged. It's a jus yeah. of cold water from the bottom of the pan and mm-hmm. the butter that melted in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you've got to do that, and then go- and then say, uh, oh darling, could you just get some water for the table? And you go, yes, and then never bring it. Yeah, just completely forget to bring it. Please <laughs> forget the water. Uh, what else? What else do they do that's annoying? Look, it's uh, it, it's. Um, I'm sorry, it's- I'm sorry, because I need this table back in, yeah. in two hours. <laughs> really, two hours. If you can sit down. I'm going to need it back at twelve o'clock. Twelve yeah. o'clock. Who else is coming in? Do you think? Um, do you think? And when Sam goes, can I have some bacon? You go. There's no bacon on the dinner menu. Breakfast bacon's only yes, on the exactly. breakfast menu. But you've got breakfast bacon. ends at ten thirty. Yeah. Um, other things that make it like being in a restaurant. restaurant um, oh, I'd have to get loads of tattoos. Uh, yes, because you, would, you, you yes. are not allowed to cook in a restaurant unless you're covered in stupid fucking tattoos, which now which mean you can't get a job anywhere else. Um, it, all very good. I think that's a, I think it's rich pickings there, darling. How? To oh, I know. What? Everyone has to have, be. Everyone has to be eating with uh, the fork in one hand and their phone in the other hand. Yeah. That's all anyone ever Just does for maximum virus spreading. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, quite a funny column yeah weird plates go and get a whole load of weird plates put them in funny angles um, great okay that's. I think that's really good there's another thing that you were saying this morning that I thought was interesting because you obviously um, always want to have nothing to do your ideal state is to have just handed in a massive piece of work and you've got nothing to do for a couple of days uh, yeah my, it's, I have a strange combination of being lazy and a workaholic yeah so I can't relax unless I've got all my work done done yes but so you one, want you don't want to not have any work to do because that make, causes you anxiety exactly I'm also I'm also never the happiest sort of seconds of my life is that is, is the bit when you you're just crossing out yeah something in your diary I hate putting things in I, I put in sort of dinner with Bill 7.30 and I look at it and I think I can't wait to come up with an excuse and just cross it out yeah 
Uh, and that's been happening a lot. And so, yeah. But, anyway. but this, and you've been, you've been cock a hoop. You know, you've been uh, punching the air, going, "Yeah, I'm just going to have my kids with me. I'm going to do loads of home cooking. Maybe we'll turn over the the garden to a vegetable patch." You know, you've been really excited about this. The, all of this is your is your kind of ideal. This is your. But at the, I can't remember what. It was, maybe yesterday. Yesterday, you sat down at the dinner table and said. But what if there's actually nothing to do? Well, no. So, look, I thought I'm, I, we will survive better than some. There are people out there, a lot of people I know, when you talk about what are you, what are you doing on holiday, and I said, well, we're just going to go and lie on the beach. Oh, I can't lie on the beach. I've got to be doing something. I've got to be active. I like to go hang gliding. I like to go and looking at temples. Uh, you know, I, I want to, be, I have to go mountain biking. I have to go sailing. Those people are screwed. Yeah. Those people who cannot say, whereas you and I, we like, I mean, the children have fucked that a little bit, but you and I, our ideal holiday go somewhere hot fly and flop it's boom it's book Anna Karenina boom you're away mm. you just you just just read and drink uh, and don't please don't get bored just chat to each other and read books all those people who with, you know, who have go to the kind of hotels where they have to be doing activities and they have to be going to the spa and they have, they're, they're, they're going to be in trouble well they need to avoid they want to avoid their interior life don't they whereas our interior life is just like exterior all yeah. the time because we talk so much I think so, and I think so there's a degree so in terms of a column it's like how you can be more like me be more, yes, I mean, be more all my colleagues to a degree are that. Yeah, of course they are. Everyone but, but, who doesn't, yeah. who isn't exactly the same as me, is shit. But is, also, is I been... thought you, 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 you did a little, a little wrinkle of worry did cross your yes. brow. No, that was about, this morning. You know, that was this morning saying, no, but what if there's actually nothing to no. do? And I said, and I was about to say, well, that absolutely nothing to do is a vision of what it's like to like win the lottery or something which is always my which is always my whenever I think about winning the lottery wouldn't it be great to win the lottery and then you think yeah but you get up and then you do what you know and um, you know humans need challenges that's why some that's why quite a lot of people are quite excited about the virus because it's a, because it's this new challenge and it's and human beings need to be challenged you need to be challenged every day except me by something no that's the thing I'm trying to, in terms of arriving at a column rather than saying what we think about the coronavirus which is not our job mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's like okay fine but you've gone too far into the, the truth and the important fine, because I okay. want to say how do you be more like me stop having hobbies stop being interested in things yeah you know leg jigglers those kind of people they're yes. all fucked they're people mm-hmm. who it's like it's just like rain in your expectations of what's mm-hmm. going to happen and it is just read a book do I think you do also have to address that you're even you were a little bit worried looking, well, no, yes. looking so at your diary when there I was thought, so this morning I mean what do we have to do we had the podcast podcast shrink school run and otherwise nothing um, and I you know and I and I, that's great but supposing you take out the school run you take out the mm. podcast you take out the mm. shrink nothing. nothing funny for a day yeah. funny for two days yeah even I get bored. Even well, I get bored on holiday after after a couple of weeks of. Well, that's why I'm continuing to send the children to school. Lots of people have elected to ch- take their children out of school. In Kitty's class of twenty normally has twenty one, and it had four today. Um, but th- 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 there's going to be. The- <coughs> Sorry. The, 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 don't worry. It's just Esther. Regular listeners will know that. I haven't got the virus. Lucky to get four seconds between a cough. How will know when Esther gets it? I don't know. She's got her her, her regular September to June cough. For listeners who can't see what I'm doing, I'm doing the meh, 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 blah, blah, blah hands. Um, uh, I would quite like to point out that my, my mum's thing, I phoned my mum yeah. uh, yesterday, my mum who oh, yeah. is uh, 79. Indefatigable. Uh, 
Indefatigable. I suppose she is. I don't think that's the word you're looking for. Is it not? No. Indefatigable means you relentlessly carry on trying despite any kind of disappointment, I think. Indefatigable. Indefatigable. Now I'm really worried that I don't know what it means. Indefatigable. It's like indefatigable. It's relentless. It's, 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 oh, you, your cough is indefatigable. Persisting tirelessly. Is that what it says? Yeah. Thank fuck I got that right. Live on the podcast. Yeah, no, I think you're... So tirelessly. far in my life, I've got to 50 without ever spelling a word wrong or ever getting a meaning wrong or ever pronouncing anything wrong. I Never in my quale really, life have really, I ever... really, really, really tragic that that means so much to it you. It does. Uh, anyway. So she's... So she's, my mum, so my mum, who indefatigably smokes yeah. bags 50 a day and always has... And will not drink water. Smokes through, not both pregnancies, I think only the one with me. Uh, and and talk, talked proudly, I must have said this before, talked proudly about um, smoking while being pregnant with me and reading in the BMJ, the British Medical Journal, because she's a doctor, uh, and reading that it said, the headline said, smoking while pregnant may cause a reduced uh, baby size at birth. And so she smoked more because she fancied a smaller child to give birth to. Uh, and shamelessly, happily talks about that. Um, but she's continued to, and I phoned her up and said, look, I mean, I'm not going to be coming to visit. And she went, yeah, that's going to make a fucking change. Uh, and uh, you know, how might well, you wouldn't notice if, if you didn't visit me for 12 months, 12, yeah. 12 weeks. Uh, but she is she is holed up um, with with her with her partner, but she but she's going out and sort of seeing friends and stuff. And and I said and, and the point of the smoking, of course, does put you at risk. Also, she's had some some of the big diseases. She gets pneumonia. She's had pneumonia three times. She gets bronchitis most winters. Yeah. Um, from her and never complains. Cough. But uh, and never never complains at all. Absolutely never complains about anything. I mean, she does have better access to drugs than most non doctors. Yeah, she does. But yeah. um, she uh, a bit but uh, she's, she's oh actually your mum might be really really handy in terms of well she can't really she's not a doctor anymore sure but she's got her old headed stuff. paper which she's not she's not above occasionally yeah. blowing the yeah, dust exactly. off the old Dr. Corrin paper One. a billion paracetamol <laughs> And some morphine. Some more of the Valium we, are, we all like so yes, much. Yes, exactly. Stuff that she, I think, Being a consultant anaesthetist. Which yeah. was mostly... She you, might be drafted back into... She might do, yeah. Well, she was, it was more, the Valium was useful when we were growing up because it was a very hardworking doctor. She could just bung it to her kids, give us a three-day <laughs> dose, put us out with a bowl of water and go off to work. But she, yes. But anyway, right. but my mum, so my mum anyway was saying, no, she, she was saying, no, I'll be fine. The, 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 smoke, she, the, the, the smoking will protect me. Uh, and which I and I then joke, yeah, oh, yeah, because what the smoke kills the virus. And she said, no, because unhealthy people won't come near me. It's protected me all my life. Yeah. And I suddenly realised, fuck, my mother is right. My mother doesn't really get any of these things that are going around because my mum smokes. She doesn't chain smoke anymore. She's got it under control. Her partner doesn't smoke. It's harder to smoke in public places. So she smokes. She is down to like 25, 20, 20 or 30 a day. That's um, still quite a lot of It used to be 60, it? though. But it's, mm-hmm. So actually, we'll keep her... You know, no one wants to get within a meter of my mum anyway because, oh, the passive smoking or just your clothes smelling. Yeah. My mum will, will sail through it. She'll be the, my mum will be the last person left on the planet, she unexpectedly. Will. 79-year-old chain smoker, yeah. Dr. Anne Corrin. Yeah. St- the only person left alive. Is that interesting? I wonder if you can make a column out of it. You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Times podcast produced by Lucy Ditchmont. If you want to find out what I wrote about in the end, there's a link to the column in the podcast description. Please like and subscribe wherever it is you get your podcast to never miss an episode. And for the full live experience, you can tune into my radio show every Sunday night from 7 to 10 pm on Talk Radio. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 